from the Utah School Counselors Association, this is The Sounding Board, where school counselors share ideas. I'm Nate Webb, school counselor, USCA board member, and every week I'll be speaking with different counselors and professionals that will be giving us valuable information in our counseling world. We cannot wait for you to hear these ideas. Let's get to it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to The Sounding Board from the Utah School Counselors Association. It's your host, Nate Webb. Man, we are back. We had such a great conference, guys. A few, about a month ago now, actually. Yeah, three weeks. We had conference, and it was fantastic. The The fall USCA annual conference went off without a hitch. It was so good. We had so many wonderful presenters, wonderful keynotes, and so many wonderful connections were made. I always love conference because of the individuals that I get to mix and mingle with. And it's also fun to run into old friends and cohort mates and just take a break from the office. Um, I was a presenter and it was so fun. I gave a a presentation on raising resilient kids in a tech heavy world. And you guys were so kind to me afterwards. Uh, A few of you reached out. Uh, interested in having me come speak to your schools about the same thing. And I was so humbled. Um, I'm going to put my email address in the podcast description for those who still want to talk to me about that. I'm always happy to help however I can. But today I want to talk about what's going to be happening in a couple of weeks. We are only a few weeks away from the first long break of the school year. Thanksgiving break is right around the corner. And this break can, it can be a double edged sword sometimes. It is a much-needed break. Don't get me wrong. We need the break of Thanksgiving because we counselors do not get any breaks. And so any any break is welcome. But it can also bring some distress to some of our kids. See, many of us have high-risk kids that are not in a safe home environment. And the holidays and the break from school put them in an unstable situation. Many of those kids, when they go to school, it's the most stable six to eight hours of their life, of their day. So today we're going to be talking about how you can identify some at-risk populations without having to just wait for them to come to your office. So we can be proactive so that the holidays don't have to be horrible for these kids and for you worrying about them. You can make a plan ahead of time and you can identify these kids and help these kids ahead of time. And so we're going to talk about a couple of ways that you can do that. Uh, Number one is attendance. My favorite identifier, the easiest to, to identify, but the hardest to contact because they're never there. Um, if you analyze attendance records, you can see when what kids are at the school, when they're missing school, like right after lunch, right before school, I mean, right, right after school, what periods are they not there? And you can see if they have a hard time getting to the school building, whatever it might be. Um, these are the kids who are in the building for the stable environment. The kids that you can say, you can see, all right, they are tardy for period one. They were on time for period two. They were gone, periods three, four, five, and then they were tardy six and seven, something like that. And it indicates to me that they want to be at the school building because it's safe, because it is stable, but they do not want to be in school, um, which makes sense because they're not having all their basic needs provided for. So why are they going to try and focus on anything else besides those basic needs? The school is their safe place. Excuse me. Oh, little yawn. Oh, children were up till 1 a.m. It was a great time. Anyway, continuing. Um, but th- that attendance is a good indicator to you to what kids 
are there because it might not be a stable situation. Um, and it's a good way to identify a population without having to wait for them to come to your office. Um, but yeah, if you can track them down, checking on them before the holidays is a fantastic idea. It's a great, great thing to do. Make a little plan for, you know, what can you do if things get a little hairy at home, um, if you get triggered, whatever it might be, because unfortunately us counselors are used as therapists far too often, right? Kids come to us and it gets to the point where they kind of rely on us, right? There are our daily meetings sometimes with our frequent flyers and then we have a break and all of a sudden, excuse me, ah, another yawn. And all of a sudden after these during these breaks, they don't have that anymore. They don't have that connection to you. They're not able to come talk to you whenever they want. And they kind of feel like they're in trouble here. And so being proactive and talking to these kids and making a plan for the break, it does wonderful things. Um, anyway, moving on. Number two, the second identifier is your academic regressors, your kids that are getting bad grades. Um, your F's and D's, the kids that are just regressing with their academics, you can actually print off an academic performance report and you can see those and isolate those people who are getting F's in their core classes. Um, with the, with these people, um, it's actually interesting. Uh, Many of them are also the kids who have a hard time with attendance, um, it's very high comorbidity just because if you don't come to school, then you can't pass school. Now, those who have high grades and low attendance, that shows you how resilient and smart they are for sure. Oh, but if you look at some of these kids where their grades go down significantly during the holiday season, during the winter months, because mom and dad are working, mom and dad are both working so they can pay off Christmas. And that means, you know, big sister, big brother has to watch everybody and that's on them and it's stressful and they don't get anything done. Um, now the reason these two, your attendance and your grades are the biggest indicators. Um, it can be illustrated by the idea of this concept called Maslow's before blooms. Many of you are familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? The bare basics, uh, food, shelter, water, survival basics, bare bone basics. Bloom's theologies are more so wants and desires, things that you desire, that you want, that you love. And bloom, um, um, basic human needs, right? Maslow's needs to be met before any desires are explored with blooms. And so when people say Maslow's before blooms, they're just talking about you need to have your bare bone human needs taken care of first before you venture out into some of your human desires. And yes, school is a need, but no, you will not physically die without school. You will physically die without food, without water, without shelter, and so for these kids that they're like, oh, they're just not paying attention to school, you need to realize these kids, school's their safest place for them. And we're taking them out of school for a week in November and two more weeks in December. And so having a plan moving forward on how you're going to help them and how they can help themselves is going to prepare them for the upcoming times. And so there's some stuff to think about there. A, how can you identify uh, your your at risk populations, and then B, how can you help prepare them 
for the holidays. Brainstorm with your teams. Um, let us know what you guys have come up with to help your struggling frequent flyers um, through these holiday seasons. So anyways, thanks for hanging with me for this short episode of this of the sounding board from the Utah School Counselors Association. Hope you all have a wonderful day and we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Sounding Board. Email the sounding board at utschoolcounselor.org to send us your questions and ideas. If you like our podcast, please rate and review our show. It helps other school counselors to find us. Links and additional information for any references from today's episode are in our show notes. Check out our website at utschoolcounselor.org where you can listen to past podcast episodes, register for any of our professional development opportunities, and become a member of the Utah School Counselors Association. USCA members also receive a bi-monthly news newsletter to stay up to date on current Utah school counseling news events and issues. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Utah School Counselor and on Twitter at Yuska Tweets. The mission of the Utah School Counselors Association is to support professional school counselors in their work for students through advocacy, professional development, recognition, and support. This podcast would not be possible without the support of our members. We'll have more ideas to share with you next week. Let's go.